Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Walk the Talk, the podcast that bridges inspiration with action. We want to extend our sincerest gratitude to you, our dedicated subscribers, for being the foundation of our podcast family. Hello family, welcome to another episode of Walk the Talk. I'm your host Israel Ronald. I hope the new month is as smooth for you as uh, mine here. I want to congratulate all our families and friends that have had success in your lives, uh, those that passed job interviews, those that finished their national exams. Congratulations. And to those that are just beginning, we pray for God's uh, hand of protection and wisdom to um, to follow you, to go with you, and we are praying for the best. We know that um, he will give you wisdom and, 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 and comfort and heal those who are, burned, uh, who are wounded. Well... I'm so happy today because I'm not alone. I'm joined by a very fun and passionate friend of mine, and I'll leave the introductions to him. Well, hello, family members, friends, enemies. Oh, do I have enemies? (laughs) I hope I don't. (laughs) My name is Joseph, and I'm so excited to be with you today on Talk the Talk. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Uh, walk the talk with Israel Ronald. Well, thanks, Joseph, for the hilarious introduction. <laughs> we are here to answer some of your questions, our uh, podcast family. Uh, Joseph, over the weekend, um, mm-hmm. friends from uh, yeah, all across the globe have sent in their questions concerning our latest episode on uh, God's unconditional love. So we'll, just, uh, we'll have some of them here. Mm. We'll just delve into them. Okay. So, Jones from Australia wrote in and said, If God loves me unconditionally, why don't I ever feel his presence? So, Joseph, um, please uh, answer Jones. Okay. That's a brilliant question that most of us have been asking ourselves mm. for a very long time. Mm. Well, the answer still lies in the Bible. Mm. You see, God is not a feeling. Sometimes you will pray and feel him and other times it will feel like your prayers are just hitting a wall mm. but god is closer to us than the air we breathe wow also paul mentions in his book to the corinthians that we walk by faith and not by sight just because you're not feeling or seeing or hearing anything doesn't mean that god is absent right yeah he's not missing trust me <laughs> <laughs> so joseph i i had this story what? of um a mother and his two uh Notorious boys. These boys were so, so um, silly that uh, everything that went wrong on the village, mm. they were part of it. Really? Yes. So the mother one day decides to take them uh, to see a pastor. And um, so the, the, the older boy went first mm. in the pastor's counseling room. And uh, the pastor asked him, son, where is God? And the boy sat there quiet. So the pastor asked uh, a second question. Son, where is God? And uh, the boy st- uh, was still there, seated and very confused. So the pastor got up mm. and, and, and asked the boy the third time, Son, where is God? And you know what the boy did? No. He just got up, slammed the door and ran home and told his younger brother, God is missing and they think we did it. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So, so trust me, dear friend, God is not missing. Just because he's silent, it doesn't mean he went missing. True. Yeah. Also, the prophet Isaiah mentions that God's hand 
is not too short to save mm. or his ear too deaf to hear mm. but it is our sins that have separated us from our god mm. god loves us so much but he does not contaminate himself with sin mm. and that's why he abandoned christ who at the moment of his crucifixion mm. bore the sins of the entire world wow i've heard it say that god is a father mm-hmm. a friend but also he's a judge and actually most of us forget that uh, besides his uh, th- these titles that we love about him being a father a friend we sometimes forget that he's also a judge he is a just judge who won't leave sin unpunished because he loves us if he punished jesus for the sin of the entire world should we expect better treatment uh, no <laughs> also you could be there and you are feeling far away from God and uh, he has been all silent. The Bible talks of Job. Mm-hmm. A righteous man who was blameless, upright and shunned evil. According to Job chapter 1 verse 1. And that I, I think that is the very definition of a righteous man. Yeah. Just a few verses into the into his life. Yeah, into mm. his life something mm. went nuts. Mm. We read that, that Satan accused Job of loving God because of his blessings. Mm. You know, loving God because of his wealth, because mm. of what he has given you. Mm. The story continues, and Job is tested to prove Satan being wrong. Mm. To drive the point home, sometimes righteous men go through spiritual dryness, mm. not because they have sinned, just like in the case of Job, mm. but because God is turning them, mm. he's training them mm. not to worship a feeding a presence, mm. but him. Mm. For God works in mysterious ways. Wow. Well, I think um, it can't get any clearer than this. Again, thanks so much for your question, Jones. So, so someone else writes in and asks, why won't he accept the bad part of me if he loves me unconditionally? Uh, well... Over the years, I've learned that God's love is unconditional, mm. meaning there is nothing we can do to deserve it. His presence is conditioned mm. in that there are some things that we must meet if we are to attain a relationship with him. Mm. I love the words of Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Uh, he says, Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, mm. thinks no evil, mm. does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things. Mm. And that's why God is so faithful. He has not come back yet, mm. not because he has forgotten what he promised, mm, sure. but because he's giving us a time to repent. Mm. Peter writes and says, the Lord is not slow to do what he has promised. Mm as some think. Mm. Instead, he's patient with you mm. because he does not want anyone to be destroyed, mm. but wants all to return from their sins. Mm. In Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9. Wow, 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 wow. I, I didn't know that you were so, so deep. I didn't know <laughs> you were so deep. I like the way you answered it. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm thinking there are very many answers to this question. Mm. But friends, well, we've made research, we've prayed about this, and... Um, yeah, that's what God has imprinted on our hearts. And I hope that our dear, dear listening friend, that um, you've got some answers to your question. Why is that so? Because love believes all things. 
love hopes all things, love endures all things. You see, God trusts that you can change, and that's why he has given you and I ample time to think through our lives, come to him in repentance, and have our sins forgiven. Like I, uh, like I mentioned in uh, my previous uh, episode, God requires us to come back to him. He says that we should come and uh, we reason out together. He doesn't want us to, to hide ourselves like Adam and Eve did when they sinned against him. True. Yeah. So to all our listening friends, thanks so much for the questions. Many, many of you emailed us your questions and we've tried answering them since most of them were rotating around the, these two areas. So, Joseph, I remember back then, mm. I lost my dad uh, at, the, uh, at the age of uh, five. And I remember life becoming very tough. I felt like my family, my, my family wasn't supporting me enough. Mm. I felt rejected. I felt uh, unloved. I, I, I envied what other children had because with the death of my father, that meant uh, I stopped schooling. That meant um, that nice shoe, that nice clothing was just uh, something to admire, but it was out of my means. Mm. Um, yeah, that went on for a couple of years. Life was so sad, very miserable. But... Um, I remember in April, in the year 2012, God rescuing me. Um, he brought these people in my life, a group of believers, Christians, a church. They took me in as their own. They started caring for my every need. And wow. by every mean, I mean school fees, I mean, edu- uh, I mean edu- education, um, health needs, clothing, uh, putting food on my plate. These guys literally took care of my every need. They reminded me of a scripture in James chapter 1, verse 27 that says that um, religion that is faultless mm. uh, before God is this, to look after orphans and widows in their times of affliction. So when I was brought in, I was loved. Yes. I was cared for. Mm. I was told that uh, no matter what has happened, no matter what has gone on, no matter what is good or bad, God loves me and that is not going to change. True. They reminded me that God is a father to the fatherless and a husband to the widow. Amen. And I was embraced, honestly. I was loved. I felt this love, this passion of a father. Mm. And for the first time, I got to know what it meant that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son to die that uh, whoever believes in this son of God will not die, but have everlasting life. You see, dear uh, listening friends, God has given a sacrifice to the sins of the world. And there's only one requirement. God only requires us to acknowledge our sins and have uh, our way back to him in repentance, and he will surely forgive us. Because Jesus was not sent into the world to condemn you and I for the things that we have done. Yes. Because our sins condemn us as, uh, th- themselves. Mm. But he has sent Jesus to have our sins forgiven and give us a fresh start. Yes. So, um, Joseph, yes. why don't you, um, I want you to, uh, I, I feel like the Holy Spirit is prompting some of our friends to respond to this uh, unconditional love of the Father. Mm-hmm. Others who have already responded to this love, I feel like they need to, to um to come and, and, and to this um, 
presence, knowing God personally. Mm. And uh, I would want you to lead them in that direction. Uh, well, to all our dear listeners, mm. uh, let's humble ourselves in this prayer. Mm. Dear Father, thank you so much that you loved us and mm. you still love us. Mm. That even when we sin, you've not given up on us. Mm. You still call us your own. Mm. You still call us to repentance. Yes, Lord. Lord, I just pray that you refill us with your love. Yes, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you call us back home. Mm. Call us to your heart, Lord, the mm. heart of love, the heart of forgiveness, oh, Lord. Take away all our burdens, Lord. Mm. And for those who have been feeling far away, Lord. far away from you, Lord, mm. call them, Lord. Welcome yes. back into your loving arms. Mm. Welcome them back, Lord. Yes, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, thank you so much for your time, precious friends. Um, Joseph, what is uh, that one word that you want to tell our listeners before we uh, close this up? <laughs> uh, dear listeners, I would like to tell you mm. that God, no matter what, still loves you mm. and will come for you. Just be waiting and ready for him. Mm. Amen. I mean, uh, you st- I had started to scare me, but um, <laughs> yeah, those words are, are pretty uh, true. Very true. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, again, thank you so much for listening. I, had, I, I um, implore you to um, share our podcast links with friends and family. Tell, uh, tell someone about us. Subscribe. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode of Walk the Talk. Bye. Bye. Thank you for your time and for joining at Walk the Talk. We value your feedback and encourage you to subscribe to our channel for more insightful messages. Be sure to write to us, israel.ronald7 at outlook.com. For questions, please find the details in the description. And of course, don't hesitate to spread the word to a friend. Stay blessed.